Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, we're reading dreams about musicals, pubs, and Alice in Wonderland. Mmm. And new jobs and even more musicals (laughs) it's a musical packed episode it's gonna be good and being trapped in a basement eek all right bestie so let's get started Woo! what do you got there tonight vizzy Ooh, i've heard those are good raspberry tangerine sounds good and i have a backup one Watermelon and strawberry for what I Hey, you have a backup. This is going to be a great episode. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Got to have the backup. I have um, I have a Spanish white. What is a Spanish white? I don't know. It's just a white blend from Spain. I don't know. I got it from our local restaurant. We were part of the wine club. Oh. And my backup is. <laughs> you have a backup too? Of course I have a backup. Is a. Uh, a white cloth surge. What is? Oh, does that have like energy? Is it an energy drink? No, it has extra alcohol. Okay, so instead of five percent alcohol, it is eight. <laughs> Be careful. Not too long ago, I found. I think they're a Bud product mm-hmm. that are hard seltzers, but they only come in six packs, as far as I could find. But they're eight okay. percenters too. Oh, and tough. they are nice. Just just enough nice. to just enough. Yeah, like many. you can have less of them and feel great. Feel great. Um, so I didn't know White Claw had that. I should be on the lookout for both. Yes, the, the, I especially like the blackberry flavor. It tastes like grape Kool-Aid. It's very, very dangerous. Grape Kool-Aid <laughs> that has 8% alcohol is dangerous. But good, but good. It sounds wonderful. <laughs> we do have two listener dreams today, right? Dose. Dose <laughs> dreams. Do. Or dose. I don't know how to say it in any other language. Not uh, but duh. duh. <laughs> Can you tell we took French in high school? We did. Are you ready for duh? Listener duh dreams? dreams. Here we go. I have a great listener dream to start. Yes. It's very interesting. It's like a, a weird story. And I think you're really going to like it because it's like paranormal in a dream. So. Oh my God, we're we're getting the best dreams, you guys. Seriously, we have the best listeners and fans. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. This one comes from Kimmy. Thanks, Kimmy. Okay. I've been pondering on this dream I've had all morning. I can't figure it out. Okay, it goes like this. My daughter was wanting to see this musical so bad. We finally went. She, as just a little girl, like 10 years old. But her real age in real life is 18. But I dreamt of her so small. Okay. We went to this musical Broadway show, and they wanted some kids to stand on stage and add to the performance. She was picked as one of the kids. And she goes, kind of like a magic show where you don't get to see them until after the show. So to recap, her child, even though she's 18 now, was picked as one of the kids. In her dream, she was about 10. So she goes... Up to participate in the show. She goes on to say, So we waited until they finished, and she sung her favorite song, and they walked her backstage. Oh. I felt uncomfortable waiting impatiently. I wanted to go backstage to get her to come back to sit with us, 
but no one knew what I was talking about or where they had sent her. That's terrifying as a parent. Right. Like, go perform on the stage, and then I don't know where you are. Yeah. Take my child, please. (laughs) Well, it gets weirder, so hold on. (laughs) Okay. One person said, I know where she went, and she told me to wait in this place. I ended up at this weird pub, waiting. Soon, a young lady came out and asked me if I had been helped. I told her I wanted to see my daughter, and I said her name. She replied, she only appears on Wednesdays. I was so confused, and I said, no, you must be mistaking me for someone else. And she laughed at me and said, only on Wednesdays does she perform. Then something happened, and I walked backstage again. Again. (laughs) Again? Let's try this again. Let's then, try this again. Okay, try it for the time. Okay. <laughs> then something happened when I watched. Okay. God, bless it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> My words ain't working so well. I'll have another gra- I'm sure this wine will help. Hold on. You, you got a, what is it? Um, Clear my throat. I've got with a wine. marbles full of mouth. Or a mouth full of marbles. That's why when you don't do it right. It's got it. <laughs> Either way, it works in my brain. Okay. <clears throat> so I waited and I walked backstage again. Once again, I ended up in the pub asking the person to go get my daughter. I then found out my daughter had aged 10 years and was working as a singer in the pub. (gasps) I got up and I walked back to where I was sitting in the Broadway show and it was still going on. So like she finds out her daughter, who only performs on Wednesdays, now has aged 10 years. Right. So she goes back to her seat. Like everything's cool. I would be like... I have a lot of questions. (laughs) And that's what she said. She goes, I was confused out of my mind. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. My husband said, did you find her? I said, no. How long was I gone? He said, only a few minutes. (laughs) She didn't look very hard. (laughs) And 10 years have passed somehow. (laughs) I was scratching my head and I wondered, did I? Or was I somewhere else? So I said, okay. I'll go back. And he said, okay, don't take too long. Doesn't he want his child back too? He's like, okay, see you later. If you bring her back, you bring her back. If not, we're going back. We're going Now she's like 18 or 20 and we got other things to do. She can get a ride home herself. (laughs) She's growing 10 years each day. Two minutes. (laughs) I watched behind the curtains again. It was getting weirder. I asked again. They said, you cannot say her name that loud. Who are you to say her name? And I said, well, I'm her mother. Why can I say her name? Why couldn't anyone say her name, regardless if you're the mother or not? (laughs) They said, she is owned by the one who owns this place. (gasps) Sounds creepy, right? She goes, I am so lost and worried too, and I must find her. So I keep walking around this place that looks like now hotel rooms, and I go into each room looking for her. I'm yelling and saying her name. Someone down the hall said, who are you looking for? Again, I say, my daughter. (laughs) The name I've been screaming. (laughs) I'm still here. Again, So they say, hey, I remember you. Were you the mom that let her on stage 10 years ago? What? Okay. Okay, it's getting wild. Confused, she goes, no, it's only been a few minutes. And the person replied, no, it's been years. 
Whoa. Now we're like in this weird time warp thing. Yeah. In a dream. Definitely some some kind of like alternate universe or time suck or time stop that's happening. Yes. Okay. So then she goes on. My heart feels like it wants to pound out of my chest. I'm fearful and terrified. Where is my daughter? She was locked in a room, said the other girl, against her will. She thinks no one missed her and you gave up looking for her 10 years ago. Oh, my God. I cried. I said, I've been searching for her for the last few minutes. How can it have been years? <laughs> I've searched for her for 10 minutes, not 10 years. There's a big difference, people. <laughs> I finally found my daughter, who was very upset with me, <laughs> cried, Jeez. and she hit me. She said, why did I leave her for such a long time? I was confused, and I said I just walked backstage for 10 minutes. I wanted to come find you so we could watch your favorite musical. She had aged so much, she looked sad and begged me to take her home. This is crazy. This This is a crazy dream. What was the musical again? She didn't say what the musical was yet. I think we'll get to the end. Okay. (laughs) So I took her by her hand, and I told her, let's get out of here. She agreed when we walked out. My family was still watching the show, but I didn't want to stay, and my daughter agreed. <laughs> well, no shit. Fuck out of I've been here. here for 10 years. This is a very long run. I mean, that's a really good Broadway show, if you ask me. Yeah, that's a good run. That's a good run. 10 years, man? Just, she only comes out on Wednesdays, though. I mean, if she survived, well, I guess she was kind of a slave, though, right? She was like, held like she was in slavery held to perform for this show. Yeah, for only on Wednesdays, and no one can say her name. Only on Wednesdays for 10 years. I mean, at least you only have to work one day of the week, but still, being held against your will is not cool. Yeah, I'll do that. Sign me up for that job. I'll learn, like, a couple numbers. <laughs> and a tap dance, to boot. Okay, well, yeah, I'll just... <laughs> shimmy, shimmy. Shimmy, shimmy. Brooke is shimmying, if you could see her now. She's really... With she's some jazz hands, though. With jazz hands, yes. <laughs> it's pretty special tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, she said... Kimmy said, I, I didn't want to stay... My daughter agreed. When we left, she didn't turn back to her age when we originally arrived. Oh, I figured she wouldn't. My husband said, what happened? And I said, we ain't coming back here ever again, and we must leave right now. Oh, my God. And then we left. And then I woke up. Oh, my God. Okay. So she adds a little at the end of the stream. So let me just finish off her message here. I don't understand a dream like this. But it left me thinking. There was more children left behind in this place I couldn't save. So that's something she didn't originally write. So there was more. It's like the saving the babies dream we had where she could only hold so many in her arms. And she goes, I wanted to, but I didn't. I felt terrible leaving them behind. I walked out with my whole family in one piece. It was, yeah, a very weird dream, but I was just glad we all got out. Yeah. The Broadway play was... Do you want to take a guess? Take a take a stab at it. Okay, can you just give me one thing? Like, was it a play or a mm. musical? I don't know if it has recently ever, if ever, been performed. <laughs> is this a made up? <laughs> it is is a known movie and okay. a known oh. Disney movie at that. But I don't know okay. if it's ever performed on like, stage. Maybe it has. I don't, I, not that I know of. 
Little Mermaid. No. <laughs> what, you it does have like- a female. It does have a female protagonist that's in a interestingly in a weird dream state. Sleeping Beauty. Oh, I guess there's more than one. <laughs> Try again. Damn it. This game is hard. Oh, it's got to be Snow White. Oh, my God. There's three of them now. <laughs> no. What is Disney? Disney. What? I'm Disney. Disney. Correctly per your clue. You are. There is one more dream. One more Disney movie that has to do with dreams. I didn't realize there was this many. That's insane. <laughs> um, it's not like... I- you get you know, um it, it would be after both be after Sleeping Beauty after Snowmate. I figured and the guess I'm going to give is and I know I'll probably get a lot of crap for this just like your the Harry Potter fans. But I've never seen Frozen is that part no. of No. Okay. Um um I will say there was a reboot of this movie recently within the last what, 10 15 years maybe um with Johnny Depp. Like Pirates of the Caribbean? Nope. Disney? Why are you... That was Disney. <laughs> You're conf- Terrorizing you here. I know, but it's like I've guessed correctly so many times. <laughs> Wait, Johnny Depp... Oh, tap wait. out when you want to tap out. I'm tapping. Because <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> my brain's not fully... Fun. Okay, I'm going to know. As soon I'll as give as you as- a hint. Okay, yeah. There's a tea party involved. <gasps> Yay! Wonderland. Yes, you're right. Oh yeah, and that was Tim Burton too. Is so yes. good. Oh, so oh. good. Yeah. But yeah. So the so this Broadway play, which I don't know was ever a Broadway play, was Alice in Wonderland, and she there goes, are songs in it though. What does the dream mean? <sighs> it is a very interesting dream, Kimmy. That it is very unique, and there's lots going on, but it is. It is interesting. Um, hmm. Where do we yeah. start? Well, let me start at the top. Yeah. Um, so the whole idea is like her daughter really wanted to go to this musical production, this mm-hmm. musical Broadway show. Mm-hmm. And I think of that as, you know, it's a goal in her life. Like that's something that she wants to achieve. Sure. It's And it's also entertainment. So it's something like kind of fun. Right. Kimmy quickly said that she was becoming uncomfortable and impatient when they brought her daughter on stage to perform a song which is reasonable that but makes I, sense again we also feel like there's a when there's true there's feelings that you feel in dreams they also tie to feelings in real life so sure. there's some feelings of uncomfort uncomfortableness and some impatience yeah patientness hmm. impatience Un- uncomfortableness and impatience there we go <laughs> have you ever been brought on stage for anything um not like by someone asking me to, I have jumped <laughs> just, up on stage a time. Not quite the same, but we'll take it. I was not invited up, but it ended up being fun. But no, how about you? You um, did what, hip. You did yes. you. Well, did you get? You were almost hypnotized after prom. I do not remember that. Yes, because it was post prom. Jim wand in the <sighs> cafeteria, and. They were, he was having people do like, hold your hand up, hold your hand up, just to see like who was more receptive. Who? And I remember looking over at you and you were like, I don't even remember. Like, oh, this. She's going to get picked. But then I think you no? came out of it or something. No. I, so that was a bust. But when I was, <laughs> when I was 16, we took a band trip. Okay. Nerd here. Band trip to South Carolina, Myrtle Beach. And we went to Dollywood on the way. 
So we stopped in Dollywood. Uh, such a cool amusement park. Oh, I want to go. And it this place called the Dixie Stampede. Okay. I remember. <laughs> sorry. Do you remember the story? I was not in band. But I remember you had, like, you came home with pictures of the Dixie yes. Stampede and things like that. Okay. So I here I am, 15, maybe 16 years old. And they have, like, this, it's like horses. It's like a, this arena that has, like, horses and, like, rodeo clowns and stuff. So there was, like, honestly, I think, now that I think about it, I think it was the North Against the South. It makes sense if it's called the Dixie Stampede. <laughs> Let's just... <laughs> Let's just count that towards the nineties and it's, not it's like the correct way maybe to do things version now. of medieval times. <laughs> Good point. Good point. So we'll 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 move beyond that because it was a different era, but still not right. Okay, so earlier when we sat down, they came up and asked me if I wanted to volunteer to be part of the show, and I'm like, no, 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 no. This is I do not like this being the center of attention. But my friends were all like, yeah, yeah, she wants to go. So I get picked and so they come and grab me towards the end of the show and there's like this thing you have to do there's like three people on your team so one person brings uh gets a bucket of water and takes the next person the next person fills up that next second person's bucket of water they take it's it to the kind third of person. like double dare like how we were talking about double exactly. dare oh so, you, so i have been on stage multiple times yeah. i suppose <laughs> so i'm the last person in line i have to fill it in this jug and whoever gets to the top of the jug first wins yeah. right um well these clowns, these ro- the rodeo clowns, kept telling my teammates the goal of the game was to splash me with the water. And so here I am in this little white, teeny tiny shirt at 15 or 16 years old, right? A white, as we called it back in the day, baby tee. Now they call it, I think, they call it crop tops. But this little tiny white baby tee, and they're just dousing me in water. And here I am... Looking back now, completely mortified and uncomfortable with the situation. Right, but I bet you were still trying really hard to win. You know me, I am competitive. So yes, I was really trying and I did not understand. (laughs) Even though you weren't in on the plan, I bet you were like, what the fuck's wrong with these people? Just get the water in the jug. Why is my t-shirt soaked? (laughs) So yes, I I, I unwillingly participated in a wet t-shirt contest at 16, I suppose. And we lost. But anyhow. Well, now that you said that, since you said unwillingly, I did remember a time I was pulled up, I say on stage in quotes, because it was at Universal Studios in Orlando. Oh, And I went and visited my brother. He went to school down there. I was 17 at the time. So we're both adults. That's an important part of the story. Mm -hmm. But we went to Universal and... um, It was, it's not existent anymore, but it was for the earthquake movie. I don't even know what year it came out, but that doesn't even exist anymore. But we're all in this big crowd and they're like, we're going to need some volunteers. And I'm like, just standing there. And my brother takes my (laughs) sleeve with his fingers and flings my arm up into the air. And they're like, okay, you. And I was like, no, 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 no. And they're like, Grab this bag, get on the escalator. And I'm like, what is that? Because it's like a set. No, on both, no. And I'm supposed to be shopping. And then they have like green screen around (laughs) me, but I couldn't see any of it. And I'm just terrified. I look in the audience and I can't see any faces. And they're like, okay, we're going to count down. And then the earthquake hits and you have to act like the earthquake hits. And they're like, three, two, one. And I'm like, (laughs) pretend you're in an earthquake. Wait, wait. 
being that we're completely from the Midwest, right? uh, like we have any idea what it would be like to be an earthquake. I, I first have of been all. in an earthquake though. You have what? And- I know, lots of news today. Wow, Um, we'll get back to the stream eventually, but hold on. Yeah, hold on. (laughs) So I had to be like holding my shopping bag and be like, oh. And then they showed it what it would look like all put together. And then when I got back in the audience, my brother was like bent over, like pissing his pants laughing because I'm like, you were so Is there a photo or video of this? I need to know. There might be. I'll have to ask him. He's the one ask- that would hold the key to that. I'm, t- I'm a texting gem. <laughs> I'm, I'm texting Brett. Right um, now. So real quick, when I was 12, um, my parents have good friends that live in LA, and we went and visited them for a few days while we were in Arizona visiting my family. Circa down- 1992-ish. Yep. Right? Around there. Okay. And uh, we had had a great weekend or however many days. we. W- it was the last night. And it was five in the morning, and I remember waking up on the floor, like not knowing what was going on. <laughs> what the hell? And then the dad, their dad. I hope none of them ever listen. I their dad runs in. I hope they do. In his tidy whities like I was sharing the room with his little daughter. She was younger yeah, than yeah, me. Yeah. He had two boys. One was my age, and I think one was in between or something. But so I was and yet you with still the little- remember that you ran in your t- his tidy whities because I was like, why am I on the floor? And then like. Why is why he is this guy in his like, underwear? Shocked. Like, Shit. are you girls okay? And I have, like, not now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't. And it was just like ending, but it was a kind of a long one. And then we had aftershocks. And the neighbor, I just remember, uh, they lost eight inches of water out of their pool from it, like, sloshing wow. out. It was a pretty big one. Like, the epicenter was kind of far out in the desert. But it, it hit pretty good, and we were leaving that day, and they were giving us, like, all kinds of tips, like, if we're on the highway, an earthquake, oh. like, an aftershock hit. So I've experienced hey. that, but it was it was obviously prior to – I must have pulled from that experience to give such right. a good performance yeah, I'm sure that at was Universal it. Yeah, Studios. A plus. <laughs> give, her, give her the Emmy and the Oscar and, and the Tony. Let's give her – And triple. the Oscar. Right, let's give you an EGOT. Yeah, so let's get an EGOT. <laughs> I was in an earthquake, if you call it an earthquake. There was one here back in probably like in the Chicago area, maybe back in 2007-ish. There, there was? Yeah. It was like a three point something. It was not big as far as West Coast right, right. numbers go. But I remember waking up and it was probably like February or March. And I'm like, why is there a snowplow coming down the street? <laughs> Ah, I don't think it snowed earthquake. last night, but it was like the rumble and like oh, the yeah. like the shaking because okay, yeah. people who live in the snow belt area know that like a, a snow plow coming down a residential area can sh- rattle your windows and shake your house a little bit. They're heavy, and so I thought it was a snow plow. I'm like, this doesn't seem right. Why is there a snow plow coming down my street? And this was like at the beginning of Facebook. I'm like, well, not maybe not the beginning of Facebook, but I'm like yeah. scrolling. I'm like, is there anything like on here? And I'm like, eh, I'm going back to sleep. I went back to sleep. Next morning, sure enough, the news had reported there was like an earthquake only like 20 miles from my house or something like that. Well, and I, was like, I guess oh. there is a fault line though here in the Midwest because at one point the Mississippi ran in the opposite direction from an earthquake. Like, I don't know. Like, 1900s, 1800s, yeah, long, something? Like, long, 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 te- not 1900s, probably. <laughs> that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> You're right. That was only like 22 years ago, maybe. <laughs> I know. I get those numbers mixed no, up. No, I know. I'm just teasing. Yes. <laughs> let's get, let's get back to Kimmy's dream here. Kimmy, we're so sorry. We are coming back to you. 
Um, I don't know. Like she said, her family was there. It wasn't specific whether there were like other brothers or sisters. She said her husband was there and family and family. Yeah. So maybe she's struggling with a issue with her daughter right now. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of the focus on her daughter. Like what's going on? What is she going to do? I don't want her to do this. Considering that she's 18 again, you know, like last week I had a dream that had a lot to do with kids growing up. Yeah. And feeling that letting go part of it. And I think. Possibly this could be if her daughter's turning 18, like having these life goals and going off on her own. And all of a sudden, like, bam, 10 years just passed by, which it seems to like happen in real life. Right. Like, and parents say it's like it goes by. It does. In the blink of an eye, like, and all of a sudden they're at college. So, it's so true. This could be something very similar for you that she's experiencing. Yeah. Okay. So Wednesdays, she only appears on Wednesdays. What, like, what do you think of that? Wednesdays, like, it's the most. It's the hump day. Boring blah day of the week. I mean, Wednesdays. It is, Eh. but there's also something special about Wednesdays. What is it? I think. Because you're almost, you're like halfway through and it gives you kind of like excitement. Like I, I made it through Monday and Tuesday. Just got to get through three more days. Like there's just something about Wednesday. It's like the halfway point and you're like, okay. I could do this week. I think Wednesdays are kind of like one of those hit your stride days. Yeah. Like for me, Wednesday's like my big work day. Like I get a lot of stuff done on Wednesdays because like I'm catching up on Mondays and Tuesdays with emails and other shit. You get into it. You get into it on Wednesday and then like Thursday, Friday, you're looking forward to the weekend. So I think. Yeah. Maybe that has some sort of symbolism. I'm not sure. It's very interesting that more than once in the dream, someone said to her, it's only Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Yeah. I thought. Honestly, I thought it was going to be the girl was a ghost. The daughter was a ghost. And we're like, <laughs> that been good. she only appears on Wednesdays. <laughs> and the mom, like, Kimmy's, like, not admitting that her daughter has, like, passed for 10 years. And she just keeps trying to find her, like, some scary movie. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I wanted to mention, which is weird, is the fact that she's owned. She's only allowed Right. To perform on certain days and like she's held She's captive, like a prisoner. Yeah. Which is scary. Which is it so is. scary in a dream. And even Kimmy mentioned she was like feeling fearful and terrified. Like what is it that's making you feel that way right. perhaps in your real life? I think you kind of hit the nail on the head with the daughter being 18. It's like she's kind of going through like Worst case scenarios where she's not involved and she can't help her daughter and she's kind of like freaking out about it. It could be a quite literal dream without, you know, it having to be a performer or something like Mm -hmm. that. Like she just could be worried about what her daughter is going to experience in the real world and stuff that's going to happen. Yeah. And when she does find her daughter, her daughter is pissed off. Yeah. She's mad. She hits hits her. She hits Kimmy. Like, where the hell were you? Yeah. Which I think it's very interesting. Like, I almost see that as like a shock value. Like, wake up. Like, I maybe need your help or maybe there's something in my in her daughter's life that you maybe needs, she needs guidance in. But as a parent, you're always walking that, like, fine line between yeah. do they want my opinion? Do they not want my opinion? Most of the time, they're probably like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I I agree. I mean, they probably don't <laughs> say that because they don't want to get grounded or whatever. Even looking back as like a, a young, say like when you're 30, you look back at your 20s, you're like, I should have took some of that advice. Right? <laughs> so much of that advice. Like everything anyone ever told me. 
Right. Should have listened. The last piece she adds in there, like, there was more than her child being captured or being held against their will. And so was there a calling for Kimmy maybe to help? Not maybe only her daughter, or or perhaps there's like an opportunity for her to volunteer in her life or maybe something. something, Just maybe not everything's so dark in this dream. Maybe there's like just a calling for her. Maybe go out and help somehow youth or in society or in her community. She's clearly got a good heart and is wanting to help. And like you said, whether this might regard her real daughter or not, but like she does want to help. And I agree with you. And then the last fact is Alice in Wonderland, which my God, we all know is a trippy ass movie. <laughs> I was going to say that doesn't help with this dream right? interpretation like, at it all. It makes because- sense. But even like that's the fact that that whole movie's about not, there's no reality there. there well, it's all like a dream. And a dream. Isn't it weird? All, I guess it does make sense because it all is kind of stuff she could be like afraid of letting her daughter go because Alice like falls down the hole and then she's eating weird stuff and then she's meeting new people and there's weird high caterpillars smoking hookahs. There's, there's dancing flowers and shit. There's, yeah. So it's like she might also be like, the world out there is crazy, and I just let my daughter out in there, and I have no <laughs> idea what's going to happen. Please yes. don't let it be like Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think it's just, you know, Mama, you you got to – it's hard. It is so hard. You have to trust yourself, right? I mean, I'm not a parent. I'm just saying you have to trust yourself to let them go. You have to trust it, and but still, you you – Know that you're the one that's like that touch point, right? Yeah. So be that touch point for your daughter. Allow that communication and know, let her know that you're there. Whether she takes your advice or not, because more than likely, <laughs> she won't. My 16-year-olds won't. My 19-year-old won't. But oh boy, be that touch point that they, they feel that they're going to ping in with you and ask you things. And it might be something small. Oh, to, as an example. Yes, I got, please. I got a... My my daughter who just got home from college, her first year of college, she one year down, three to go. Let's get Jesus, that degree. It's been a year. <laughs> no shit. She goes, I, I've got to return these rented textbooks. How do I do that? I said, <laughs> I go, do you have to mail them back? She goes, yeah. Like, do I get a box? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, you get a box. Well, where do I get a box? <laughs> Anywhere. And it's like, and it's like the, and, and it's not, it's so small. And I swear to God, listener, it's the smallest little touch point as a mom. And I'm like, she asked me. Right. She can she Google this shit. She's like, mom, how do I get a box and return mail stuff? I'm and like, you know what? I bet she knew how to do it. Maybe. She just wanted to reach out to her mama. Or maybe she just wanted me to give her a box. I'm not sure. <laughs> You're like, of course I go, I've got two boxes at home. I'll, you know, here you can have them. And here's some bubble wrap. And just send I was going to tell you, like, you're going to give her the tape. You're going to give her the you wrap. You know I will. <laughs> and maybe I'm being played. And that's fine. I'm okay with being played just to have that Well, because touch she's point. been gone for a year. You'll take yeah. whatever you can get from exactly. her at this point. <laughs> and that's it. So um, thank you, Kimmy, for writing in your dream. We appreciate it. It was trippy. It was Weird time warp dream, but keep them coming. That was awesome. <laughs> Lots of stuff back and forth going on. Very cool. I I really enjoyed it. So yes, I agree. Thank you so much, Kimmy. And you know, all the listeners out there, there's lots of dreams. Everyone dreams. Please share them with us. 
We love hearing them. We love listening to your dreams and talking about you and them. So please share a dream with us at remelations at gmail.com. Or you can submit any dream stories too. Dreams, dream stories, anything you have. We want to hear it all. And you know what's coming up in a couple of days? We are recording our dirty 30 episode. Okay. And we're going to say the word dirty, dirty is completely interpretive. So it could be is it like dirty with a U. Okay, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> um, hashtag, what is Christina Aguilera? Dream? Oh, nailed Got it. it. Damn, it came today. I, I wanted to it. do Johnny Depp earlier, but I'm like, he's going through enough he's shit. Going too much shit. We don't need to find but if out. If we're talking dirty, we're talking Christina. Yeah. Uh, what was uh, uh, X-Tina? X-Tina? X-Tina, baby. Which is like X-X-X. Let us know your dirty dream. It can be anything. It can be mud. It can be <laughs> not. It can no. be. It can be bathroom stories. It can be romping in the woods we just want to know it's dirty dirty. are we talking like dirty like mud and bathrooms or it doesn't matter like bomb chicka bomb bomb i thought it was like take it for your own interpretation any kind of dirty dream however you want to take the word dirty send it to you or an i or an x-t-i-n-a or maybe like a capital y at the end or an ee either way we want to hear about it because our next episode is our Dirty 30. We finally reached 30 episodes, which we're very excited about. We've been looking forward to it for so long. So write in and let us know yes. any little dream, any catnaps, any dreams you want to share, any just stories you have to any share that are little dirty. bit. Send it Please. our way. We love to talk about it. And thank you. Brooke, do you have a dream? No, I'm sorry. This week I don't. Okay, well, I'm just going to open my next drink and drink it. <laughs> I do. So my dream comes from a gentleman whose name is just MP, and he's from Chicago. Hello. Hey, Shutdown, baby. Chicago. Okay, so he named his dream. It's called The New Office. Mm. It's my first day on the job in an office that I've never seen. Somehow I make my way to the workstation. This is an interesting workstation, <laughs> As it looks like the type that doctors use in hospitals. It's basically a mobile workstation that has a computer on top and wheels on the bottom, and you just adjust the height and walk it wherever you need to go. <laughs> That's convenient. It is. It's handy. I like it. And, and how, how apropos, you have just started a new job, bro. <laughs> I've got a lot to comment on this. Do you have street. a mobile workstation like that? Is it on a cart? First day on the job just happened for me yesterday, so I got a lot of perspective on this. Okay. Okay, good. Of course, I find this awesome spot right in front of some windows, although... I'm curious as to why nobody else has selected this spot, (laughs) but I decide to go for it. As you should. This perfect location in front of the windows is on a raised platform, so I need to pick up the station and put it on the front of the platform for the best outside view. Get it? (laughs) Once I get myself situated, I realize two things. First, my workstation doesn't have a computer on it. (laughs) It's just So I basically have nothing to do. (laughs) Second, I'm literally standing this is a this is a good part. I'm literally standing about six inches in front of someone else's desk. <laughs> no. Thus 
blocking their view of the window. Ooh. <laughs> That is very bold on your first day it to go very up bold, to the window and take that he, spot. He's very self-aware because he says, being in IT, I know that it can take a while to get new equipment when you start a new job. So that part didn't really concern me. <laughs> what concerned me was looking like an asshole on my first day of a new job because I'm basically invading someone's personal space with a nice view of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, well, maybe that coworker liked the view. Maybe they did. Maybe Perhaps. we don't know. <laughs> as long as they liked it is the important part. That's six inches. Six inches, like that's and really, like that's really close. Don't you think the person, <laughs> like he has to lift this whole thing up, like on the platform? <laughs> you don't think the person stand like at their desk and be like, me. "What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> like, get on my, yeah, get on my space." But speaking of personal. Personal space, right? Way within a, the bubble. Too much. Like, what, too what is your much. bubble of personal space? Oh, too much. <laughs> like, do you need, like, if someone just comes, like, what is your space that you feel? As a someone stra- you do not know. Like a stranger. Stranger. Okay. stranger. Standing well, in line, I, something. Six inches. Wait. <laughs> this sounds dirty. Six <laughs> inches is not enough <laughs> for my <laughs> bubble. This good, sounds good. dirty. <laughs> I like it. I'm save it for um, next week. Okay, it, but no, go ahead. Six inches is not enough. I agree. Okay, it could go. work. Um, <laughs> you could do some stuff. Um, but <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I am pretty open, friendly person, but still, I don't want someone to be like a close talker. You know, like in my face. Oh, just no. a respectable arm's length away. Now, when you traveled to India, I remember when you came <laughs> back. You said one of the most <laughs> difficult things you experienced traveling was the. The cultural difference of personal space. Yeah, it does not exist. So that was too close. The six too, inch, six too, six inch. Bubble. Yeah, because at, but in India it was not even six inches. No. It was like let's Ooh. all be pressed against each other, mm-hmm. sweating and stinking like crazy. I'm trying to think of the last time I was in a situation that was that close. Oh, now, I mean I, after like the the coronavirus and stuff. Like yeah, it's. That's too close. Yeah, it, it too is, close. it's too close. Let's let's get back to MP's dream here. Oh God, where did we leave off? Okay, here we are. As I'm okay, so nice view of his ass. That's where we left <laughs> off. Like it, love it. Good. As I'm thinking this over, an alarm starts going off. Oh, no. I think it's a tornado warning or something like that. But since I'm not familiar with the office, I just start following the rest of the employees under the assumption I'm being led to safety. Well, right? if you're in Chicago, I mean, you got the Midwest. It would make sense. It's Nothing drill. about this seems unusual at this point. Okay. We go down a couple of concrete-type staircases that remind me of the emergency staircases that regular offices have as an alternative to the elevator. When we get to the bottom floor, it looks like... <laughs> We are on the basement of a high school, the gymnasium on one side, and what <laughs> appears to be the locker room and bathrooms on the other. Interesting. Okay. okay. Still not still not crazy, but I appreciate that Scene he change? starts the next sentence with this because I have ideas about the dream already, but this this one throws me for a loop. So and he even says this is when things get strange. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not strange already, but okay. We are told that we can't go into the gym until the play rehearsal has ended. (laughs) 
I was dying. To, that's why I was asking you about what was the musical. Because I was we like, both oh have, my God, I got to know. We both have plays today. Oh, this is bizarre. Like, I know, isn't it? So that was that was my side note. Okay. Okay. So play rehearsals in it. So we must wait in the hallway, which is claustrophobically <laughs> packed with office people, Ugh. none of whom I am familiar with. Okay. So now we have a second point of personal space. Yeah. Lots of personal space issues. Okay. Now I see there are a bunch of grade school age kids in some sort of Wizard of Oz Munchkin Land costumes <laughs> lined up waiting to make their entrance into the gym rehearsal. So there's your musical for you. Wizard of Oz. Now, uh, side, sidebar. <laughs> sidebar as I'm talking with my hands. Sidebar again. I will say, I, I am going to claim it now. My one claimed Hollywood fame. <gasps> my great aunt was a Munchkin in the Wizard of Oz. Oh, I think I knew that. I think mm-hmm. you told me that. Yes. That uh, is Ruth pretty impressive. Robinson Duxini was my aunt, and she was one of the last surviving female munchkins. And so that's my... That's and she's got a Hollywood fame. star. <gasps> she does? Yes. The munchkins have their own Hollywood star. Like and not she each was one. A, no. The, the like a general one? Yes. Wow. We should go and take a picture. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, that would be so cool. That would be super awesome. Yeah. I'm, I've never met her. My mom did because she was my great aunt, my mom's aunt. But yeah. yes, she was a little person. And um, yeah, that's my claim to Hollywood fame. That's a pretty I'm related good one. to Munchkin. That's a pretty good one. Okay. So waiting for these kids to go into rehearsal, the lights quickly flick on and off. Show's about to start. I now realize if the lights do that again, but don't come back on, I'm completely fucked as I wouldn't know how to escape this concrete bunker filled with strangers and little kids. (laughs) I look towards the locker room wondering if there's an exit from the building inside. I start to have an anxiety attack and start taking very deep breaths in and out. Then I woke up. Oh, well, that is a panic dream. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I'm panicked for MP. Okay, well, I was saying that too. Like a lot of anxiety the whole dream. Thank you, by the way, MP. But like, it was a great dream. I'd love to know, since we've been talking about it kind of lately, how he felt when he woke up. Like, did he have that residual anxiety? Mm-hmm. Was he like kind of still like breathing heavily when he woke up? Because, you know, those very powerful dreams tend to linger like this. But it's also there's funny parts. So it's like, where do we begin to dive <laughs> in? Like, Right. The feelings are anxiety. But the the weirdness is like the silliness, the weird workstation, the Wizard of Oz and you're in a school gym. Like it is interesting. So like you mentioned drank it are you in your backup go to the backup go no the backup's gone oh the backup's gone the first one was almost gone when go to the backup backup go to the backup backup do you mind no i want to take the hydration break and then we can get into the dream okay welcome back you're so fast was that like just like right outside your door i mean you're oh no it's in my fridge you're fast i'm just fast i peed and got it i know you're a fast peer I'm a fast drink getter, I guess. <laughs> Double down. I'm actually happy I ran out of the um, the backup because I really like this backup flavor because there's three of each. What is it? It's watermelon strawberry. Mm. The backup backup? The the backup backup is watermelon strawberry. So okay. I'm kind of happy okay, it happened. Good. Okay. So first day on the job. 
And as we were kind of saying earlier, I have, hey, I have gone through this myself just yesterday. So I <laughs> know it's a stressful. It's a stressful situation for anyone, and there are a lot of unknowns, big life changes, but there's also that excitement and anticipation. Like when I start a new job, I always get really frustrated because I just want to learn it and I mm-hmm. want to be able to do it right away. But I know it takes training and you know time to get to where you're actually. Mm-hmm really good at your job. But I'm thinking like maybe maybe MP is worrying about like a big change in his life or unsure about a decision and he's kind of got mixed feelings about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stress involved in this dream, I feel like. Oh, well, c- considering that's not only the new job, but like a tornado warning. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's it's nothing. Lot. I, this is nothing but a stress dream. No, it I is. would wake up from this so exhausted. Yeah, I like you didn't sleep at all. Yeah. I did like the mobile workstation only because it reminded me of an episode of Parks and Rec where they had April on something like that. So whoever in the office needed her help, she just kind of like scoot over to them. And it just reminded me of that, but like in a funny way. But for MP, I think this kind of tracks with this decision or change he's thinking about. It's mobile. It's not permanent. Uh Things are kind of still static they can still shift or change sure. <laughs> now the next part is i think you know where the stress does start like so okay so not having any real direction or instructions not only where to go but mm-hmm. what to do he's got no computer <laughs> he doesn't know where to put his mobile workstation <laughs> like how am i supposed to do my job he said he was an it as well uh well he said he has an it past so okay. i don't know if this so like also but still IT. like you just like you don't know what your job you're there but you don't really know what your job is so that's well, it's like his first day you know usually you gotta have be like here's where you're sitting let's here's train you on trade. how we do some stuff like i here's a sexual harassment video you here's watch. a video you must sign up for here's the cybersecurity video you also have to sign up. <laughs> is that was that your week brooke um, no, but it will be because any company I've worked with, there's always a no before you go, which is cybersecurity. <laughs> and then there's always like little videos you have to watch oh, yeah. you know, throughout the year. Hey, do you, Good. would you like a raise? Can I tell you how you can get a raise? Hmm? You just have to do some stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like a raise. I'll do it. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's not acceptable. It's not right. It's not right. Okay. (laughs) I like the way you look in that dress. (laughs) You want to bend over and pick up my stapler? (laughs) Okay. At this point, the dream still kind of plays along the theme of uncertainty and confusion. However, what I love about MP is that he's not waiting around to get started. He kind of takes control and he chooses his own spot to (laughs) work. Nice window view and a nice view of his ass for the poor person (laughs) he blocked. But that pressure, like we were talking about, of being six inches away from a coworker, someone you don't know, and you're blocking their view that they probably worked really hard to get that. That's very, it's very, like, so maybe MP has some feeling that he is advanced maybe in his career or something that like he has this feeling that like I know I am good enough to be at the window 
perhaps? Yeah, like there's some confidence there, and because I really like that. Let's, let's talk about an office. You've got the inner cubes, and you've got the window cubes. <laughs> the window cubes are tits. Prime Those are real estate. The, or those tits. Are the cool or kids tits. <laughs> Yes. I mean, it, it took me years to get a window seat at the last corporate job I had. Yeah. Years. Yeah, it doesn't and come I had easy. The, and then I had a corner window seat, which is even the prime of the prime. Oh, my God. And that's how believe- actually Mark and I met. <laughs> <laughs> I had this corner window seat and my husband, now my husband, we we met through work, but uh, would come to my cube to like get away from everyone else because it was the corner win- window seat. Oh, sure. To get away from yeah. everyone else. Or to, to hit on me. I don't know. close to those. someone. <laughs> We know your game. <laughs> okay, so the pressure of being like six inches away from his coworker and blocking the view, like, does this mean he kind of feels cornered? Maybe mm. inside kind of a little opposite of what you were thinking. Like, maybe he feels like he needs to move on and like, but kind, I agree with you. Like, he feels cornered because it's so close, but he also picks the window, which I think shows like opportunity. Like future, like so he might feel like confined now, but I think he's tenacious and I think he's got a good outlook and that he's looking in the right direction, like Mm -hmm. to be proactive and get that goddamn window seat. Damn it. Yes. The alarm going off. That's scary, too. And stressful. That's very literal, like pay attention type. Like, yeah, bomb, bomb, you know, lights and sound. But yeah, he thought it was a tornado warning which is terrifying enough as it is but he still doesn't really know why the alarm's going off <laughs> we we don't know at the end what why we don't know ever off. why the alarm is going off but that's was it like, because, like the, the wizard of oz play is about to start honk 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 like we don't know <laughs> is we is it like when the lights like blink like a you know you have to get to your seat multiple lights blinking in this yeah. one no i just feel like the alarm going off is scary enough, but also, like, not knowing what's happening. Like, is it a fire? Is it a tornado? How mm-hmm. the hell do I get out of this? And it's just, like, more confusion and more kind of feeling helpless. Like, he doesn't know what's happening. He has to blindly follow his coworkers. He doesn't know where he's going or why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, It's it's scary. Everyone has fear of unknown, but then add the helpless feeling. I It's a real struggle. But then... <laughs> We get to the play rehearsal part. <laughs> so I feel like his dream so far is pretty clear symbols of just stress and change. Mm-hmm. But this play rehearsal, as I said earlier, kind of just threw me for a loop because I was dying laughing. But like, why? What the fuck? It's like this part doesn't like fit into the rest of the dream. And even he admitted it's strange. Right. Right. But I also love it. So I'm thinking like maybe since there was. This is such a stressful dream, so much going on that, you know, sometimes there needs to be a little silliness in your dream mm-hmm. and give your brain a rest for a little bit from that fear and chaos and the confusion. Sure. So I don't know, maybe he loves the Wizard of Oz and it <laughs> brought him some comfort. Well, Dorothy was pretty cute. Yeah, but did you ever see Return to Oz? I the would sequel? not want to. It was scary. It's not like fun like the wizard of oz like was it like how long from the original how much time passed from the original that was like released okay decades decades? did you ever do far side of the moon 
I've never done that. I've always wanted to, but I've never oh, done it. I did in high school with a bunch of band friends. You did you you didn't smoke or drink in high no. school? You just listened to it? No. I mean, they might have. I did not. But if anyone does not know what Dark Side of the Moon is, it is the idea that you play the Pink Floyd album Dark Side of the moon? Dark Side? Dark Side of the, the moon. moon. Dark Side of the Moon with the Wizard of Oz, but you have to time it when the album starts, you time it to when the lion roars. Yeah, the MGM. The MGM, MGM lo- original version, OG yeah. version of uh, Wizard of Oz. And the music correlates to the scenes in the movie, supposedly. So much as it would be weird to be a coincidence, but I'm just saying it's pretty cool. I am actually really surprised that I haven't done that, to tell you the truth. Okay, I'm, I'm wait, let me get my pen. I'm writing it down. Put it on your note card, Mindy. We have to do Dark Side of the Moon next time we're together. Dark Side of the Moon. Crazy. Crazy. And we should have we shall have some beverages and triple backups. Okay. So the the play rehearsal. Like I said, I think it was maybe just some levity for the dream. Mm-hmm. But the last thing I want to talk about was just the palpable feeling, like when he was talking about the lights not coming back on, like I started to panic with just him mm-hmm. describing it because it's like, could you imagine? You have no idea where you are, mm-hmm. who you're with, Alarms how going to off. get out, where you're going, what is happening, why you're, mm-hmm. this alarm is even off. You're seeing munchkins <laughs> running around. You can't go near them. Uh, <laughs> but I want to bring up like his tenacity again because even through this fear and chaos, and even though this dream seems to keep getting worse and worse, right. like it's not a dream that like gets better over time, like it's no. getting worse. He's still trying to think like logically and figure out a solution. Right. Like, how do I get out? Still trying to think of a locker room option, you know? And yes, I hope you get out. I think MP is very observant type of person. Yeah. Perhaps that like he can analyze the situation and perhaps take more of it in than perhaps most people or just like observe things and be like, okay, this is the situation and this is how I can get out of it. Or this is, he's always looking for that like next thing. Yeah. But thankfully he could kind of come up with some kind of plan before the lights went out. Cause can you imagine if it was dark the whole time he wouldn't know they were in a gym slash locker room. Like it's good to have a plan. He knows the direction I think he's supposed to take. So I just say, keep shaking that ass until you get <laughs> get those answers, MP. Keep shaking it in front of that person that's six inches from your that's face. That's six that's inches right. away. Shake just it. like shake show it, them the it. new view. <laughs> they like it. They like it a lot. Thank you, MP. That was a very intense but and a little funny dream, but we <laughs> loved it. Thank well, you. I loved it. I don't know if you did. I loved it. If you're enjoying this show and you are laughing along with us, we would love for you to support our show. And you can do that by going to revelations.com slash support. This is my favorite part of my week. <laughs> I love it. It is my favorite part of the week, too. It's my favorite part of the week. I don't care what time it is. You can support our show by submitting a dream, telling a dream story, following us on social media, or joining our Patreon. Brooke, you know what? What? 
our Patreon, our Sleepover Squad is awesome. And if you want to be a yes. part of this Sleepover Squad, you can do that as well. A couple dollars a month will give you extra content, extra dreams, extra behind the scenes. And if you're loving the show, you're definitely going to love that. Yeah, we've we've put a we've put some fun stuff out there already for our Patreon members. So definitely support us and check it out because we love our fans. Revelations.com slash support. Any fun stories from this week? I started a fucking new job yesterday. That's that's all I got. My brain's gonna be like How how was it? Do, oh my god. Starting a new okay, job so, is it's tough. It's tough, but I've made it through the first two days, and I didn't even get to tell you this part. So please, I know this means nothing to our listeners, but I live in a building directly across the street from this this company's headquarters. Like, oh, across. So the you can street. literally wake up five minutes before you have to be at work. That would be the case if I worked at the headquarters, oh. but I'm working <laughs> at the Asbury um, location, oh, shit. which is like mm. one of the furthest locations from me as possible. So you have a 10-minute drive to work. <laughs> it, it's probably, probably, I mean, again, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a long commute, but it's not like since Chicago. I've worked from home and only had, and then when I've been in the office, only had a five-minute commute, it seems like forever for okay. me but no but the first three days we're in the building across the street so it's nice. been great like i it's wake up great. and i just like roll over to the walk to work like it's great um good and it's it's the company culture there is fantastic the people are wonderful so the whole experience has been really great but it hasn't good. been like stressful at all because you know i'm not doing my actual job yet i'll start yeah. doing like actual job training on thursday and like then Got i'll this. start doing it so pretty soon my brain will be full of a lot of information but right now it's kind of pretty basic level stuff great trainers great people i'm really happy about it good yay i'm so excited for you yay for brecky and we had a big conversation actually in my training group today about the podcast what i don't know how oh, it, you are bold to bring that I, up on your like third day at the job to bring up no this podcast? second day i'm okay. bringing that second day <laughs> wow i don't know how oh i know because i i was i brought my laptop because they give us an hour lunch break and i hate okay. hour lunch breaks because it's like what that's a long. I mean, that's good, but it's good if you have if like errands like or appointments hours, or something. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm going to. So I, I just started working on the podcast stuff. Mm -hmm. So they're like, "Why are you staying in the room? Why aren't you leaving for lunch?" And so then it became this whole discussion, <laughs> and everybody wanted to know. And I'm like, "Oh, I'm so excited!" I'm oh. like, "What should I tell them?" Because we swear, like, I don't know <laughs> if they're really going to listen or not. Oh, but so it cool. was so cool because then um, the main trainer she showed me the room at the headquarters that is their like recording podcast room they have that a had recording like podcast room oh, lights shit. and oh great shit this 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 podcast ain't that fancy um i would love to record in that studio it's so nice gorgeous little but we might we might have some new listeners i i like you said it's kind of brave because Hello. i do say the f word a lot not gonna well they're gonna know the, they're gonna know the real brook and that's the best brook well oh you know they hired me because they uh they like me for a reason so good well that's fine i like them too i think it's gonna be a really good fit i'm very excited so hilarious that's basically all i've now 
done. I know last week we talked about we're still in Mercury retrograde. Did you have, did, did you and Chad decide to take your vacation? We a little did. Tiny? Oh, yes. Yeah, how was did it? Happen. How was it? Did, was there anything that like affected your communication or your transportation last? I was vacation? worried. I was really okay, worried because this was something I wanted, I had planned for a long time, but it just didn't work out with either of our schedules. And since it was before I started my job and before he goes back to work, I'm like, I'm just doing it. <laughs> so Chad had surgery. Brooke was in between jobs. So it was like a good time to have vacation. You and You're your You're not going to believe where we went. <laughs> uh, Cedar Rapids. The Don Q Inn. Do you remember that as a kid? Um, have you been there? Is it like the Sybaris? What's the Sybaris? It's like an adult area well, vacation. It's spot not necessarily adult, but they're themed rooms. Okay. The like Don each room Q. is like called a fantasy suite. They have Ooh. regular rooms, which that makes me skeptical. Like, what are the regular rooms for? Why? I feel like you go there for like the fantasy rooms. And he. So, wait, wait, what, uh, what town? Wait, where'd you go? It was in Wisconsin. Dodgeville, okay. Wisconsin. Dodgeville, so it was it. less than an hour away. So it was very easy. We just did one night. But I got him <laughs> the space themed room because he oh. loves like space shuttle stuff, just space stuff. And <laughs> it's great Cute. because you like walk in and it's a it's based off like the Gemini capsule and oh. you have to walk upstairs and that's where you sleep oh. in the like capsule and <laughs> there's lights flashing. So okay, cool. Cool. And then out in front, I I I won't ever remember what kind of plane it is, but it's an actual real plane. Oh, that easy. they used to have a landing strip there, and you can go in the plane and look at it. And it's kind of, I think it's um, I should have done more research, but you know, it's like for for more time. So it's just crazy to see how tight it is, but like how much, how many people, and what they would have to put in it. So, and he loves planes, like he okay. wants to be a pilot. So it was like hmm. double. Like, he got to go through a plane and sleep in the space room. <laughs> and Cute. I guess I was there, so that's pretty good, too. <laughs> Yay, me! So, we actually had no problems. Had a great oh, dinner, great night, great drive. No Mercury retrograde Not issues. at least in that area. I, I, good. I've, how long, how much longer is it a retrograde? Till June 2nd. So, we have a little bit more time, but we'll make if you're it. not planning how on traveling, you? it's good. Do you have any issues? No. No problems. I mean, my car needs new brakes, but that's been coming for a while. So <laughs> we all, yay. we all, we all know when that's coming. But Shit. Oh. don't you love that, Bill? Like that uh, and my air conditioning sound no, in my car. So and I yay. always hate when I get either my homeowner's insurance or my renter's insurance because I always only do those annually. Mm. And I'm like, ah, whenever that bill comes, like I forgot about you. <laughs> I um, we shot a wedding this weekend. Ooh. And it was a fun, packed dance floor. And this, <laughs> we're at the part of the wedding where it's um, guest dancing. So, like, the dance floor is bumping. Like, the yep. DJ was good. He was, like, mixing all these songs in, like, completely pop, great, like, great mixing of songs. I had this guy come up to me. And go, a rando? A rando. A rando, <laughs> a rando guest comes up to me at the sweating and goes, can I take a picture with your camera? What? And I go, why? Yeah. And he goes, okay, granted, this is 
I have got like a thousand dollars of equipment. I was going to say this is here. expensive. I'm not handing it off to a rando. But being, <laughs> I would have done who I am. Right? I go why? And he goes, "Oh, because I want to take a picture." And I go, "Okay." <laughs> and I hand him my camera against against now my better judgment, but. I think it's in our na- Midwest it's nature. It's our nature. Yeah, I get it. Like, I don't want to upset someone. So right. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, and sure, I still hand them my camera, it. my expensive camera with my expensive flash and everything. Be like, you want my purse, too? <laughs> I have an extra lens, you know? Like, He goes, what do I push? Oh! I'm like, so I say to him, I say, you asked me to use my camera, yet you don't know how to use it? Because I'm completely sober. This guy is three sheets to the wind. Right. Goes, You're like, mm, no. I want to grab the... He doesn't know like, how to use it. And so I'm like, okay, okay, so this button right here, you can push that button. And I'm just thinking, like, he's going to take one picture, and I'm going to take my camera back, right? He's like, well, where do I see the picture? And I go, it's a professional camera. You actually have to look through the viewfinder. It's not an iPhone. It's not like you can see the live. You can't see the live picture how on the screen. This guy? Just I would say average. late 20s, 26, 27, 28. Oh, so he's never seen a, like a manual camera in no. his life. No. So I'm like, no, you have to actually look through this little, like, put your eye up to it. Look through this little viewfinder and then you will see a reflection <laughs> of the picture you are going to take. This all passes him over the head like nothing. <laughs> and so he's like, okay. And he's like, click, 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 click. Obviously he's like, Groom, like the groom's name. Mike, 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 come over here. Click, 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 click. Okay, great. And so I peel it away from his hands. Great. Thank you. Thank you, drunk guy. Walk away. But then later. <laughs> There's more? Rand, rando drunk budding guest comes up again. He goes. Rando number two? No, same rando. Same rando. Oh, same, same rando. rando. Comes up and goes, can you take my LinkedIn profile picture? <laughs> How much are you going to pay me? And I go, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. He's like, it's right, it's right here, a good background. I go, absolutely. Because <laughs> at this point, I'm like, there's no. Yes, let's do it right here. It's great. It's a great background. I see people with like that are drunk in the background. You look completely intoxicated. Let's go this ahead is, and take your LinkedIn This is profile. exactly what you want to put on your professional profile. <laughs> I will send you these. I will. I cannot. I will not post them socially because that that would be rude of me. Right. I will send you personally these photos, Brooke. Um, he looks completely drunk as fuck, and I was like, okay, yep, got it, got your photo. I will like, got send it. it to you. By no means did he tell me how I could send it to him or like what his name was or who the fuck right. he so was. So you're like, okay, I got okay, it. Yep, it's I right got here. It. I'll send it to you. And he's like, okay. He's like, can I use your camera again? No, I go, no, I go, dude. No, I've got, I've got to work now. <laughs> and so, as we're leaving, my husband Marcos, what you should really should have said to this gentleman was like, why don't you go up to the DJ and ask him to like mix the next song? <laughs> or better yet, why don't you go to the kitchen and ask the chef if you can help with dessert? Because it's the same I was, idea, right? I'm dying because I was going to say, why doesn't he just go ask the chef? Like, I was going to you so sexy. Don't. No, no, no. I'm working. I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid lots of money to shoot this wedding. Take your rando ass and your LinkedIn greasy ass face Drunken photo. face somewhere profile pic. Get lots of good jobs. 
his his tie is like like, his tie is sideways like around his head like an 80s movie (laughs) he's sweating because he's been dancing his shirt unbuttoned he's like sweating because he's been dancing for the last hour like dude this is not the way you want on your linkedin profile but okay let's just pretend for for your own anyways oh my god well on to pod news we got a new review this week i would like to share with you i love pod news Okay, so we got a five-star review ah! from Kevin R5. Kevin R5? He says, five stars. Funny. Definitely a good one. Oh, short and short sweet. And sweet. <laughs> <laughs> short and sweet. Thank you, Kevin. We appreciate your review, and thank you for taking the time to do that, as yes, well as all of you so nice. friends out there that click on your podcast player and rate us we love it so thank you so much if you're enjoying this show today and you've laughed just a little bit we'd love for you to tell your best friend your bestie about the show because that's how we keep growing and that's why we keep producing new episodes week after week so tell your bestie tell your coworker you stand six inches in front of with your ass in their face Tell your favorite Broadway musical star about this podcast. Please and thank you. (laughs) And also, of course, as always, a big thank you to our listeners who submitted dreams today to Kimmy and MP. We had a great time reading your dreams, talking about them. And also, just again, Kevin, thank you for the wonderful review. That was very nice. We can't wait to be back with you again next week to read more listener dreams. Oh, and our Dirty 30 episode. But until then, sweet sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches.